Get in the drive-thru. Yeah, I'd like 6,000 chicken vaginas, please. I beg your pardon? 6,000 chicken vaginas. Gather all your loose change. Can you spare some change? Change. Text your co-workers for their orders. You guys need anything? Some snacks? Get your DD rewards. Yo, free coffee! I got the big one! It's release day at the Canning Run Podcast, and we're talking the Harpoon Duncan collab. Wow. I'll never drink another beer. Beer here. I'll take ten. Hello to all you munchkins and crullers and welcome to the Canning Run Podcast. Each week we tackle a topic and ask ourselves this essential question. When did things go wrong for beer fast food collaborations? Did things go wrong? Please remember, we are New England boys, and we talk about this all the time. Also, if you hear anything in the episode that you feel isn't really sitting with you well, or is incredibly off base, let us know by sending us an email to thecanningrunpod at gmail.com. We'll do our best to read it and get back to you, either via email or in person, through your ears on the podcast. Also... New for us talking about it in the episode is our Instagram page. Make sure you follow us on Instagram for all the cool, up-to-date information and behind-the-scenes goodies. At Canning Run Pod on Instagram. All right, boys. Welcome to another episode. How's it going? Good. I'm Justin. Oh, right. I'm Tom. (laughs) And I'm Tony. And we're friends. We sure are. (laughs) And friends drink beer together. Yeah. So today, I thought, why not talk about... The Harpoon Duncan beers. All right. Okay. So for those of you who know, maybe some of you who don't, starting last year, Duncan and Harpoon made a collaboration beer called the Duncan Coffee Porter. Um, has that been around for just just a year or longer than that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure based off of the what I read is that it started in maybe 2018. So okay. maybe, yeah. maybe two Sounds years. Sounds right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so they started with that, and apparently things went really well. So well, in fact, that this year, uh, Duncan and Harpoon a- a- announced on, on August 25th of this year that, hey, we're going to do more beers together, and they, and they, re- and they called it the Duncan Dozen. Ah, uh, it's genius. Yeah. So basically, from that standpoint, they're like, we're going to release a 12-pack of four different beers one of which is the OG, the Duncan Coffee Porter. The next is the Duncan Boston Cream mm. Stout. Ooh. I believe it is. It is. The next after that is the Duncan Jelly Donut IPA, which I was I always thought that was a stout too. So how the fuck did they work that into yeah, an IPA? Right? <laughs> I am very interested to taste that one for mm. sure. And then lastly, we have the Duncan Pumpkin. Or the Duncan, Duncan Pumpkin. The Duncan Blumpkin? The Duncan Pumpkin. <laughs> depending on how you speak. But I'm excited to try these. I'm wicked excited. Yeah. We, we've been, like, uh, we've been talking about this for, feels like about a month now, so I'm looking forward to this a lot. Yeah, ready to go. Okay. Well, first beer. S- start with the OG. I think we got to start with the OG, right? Getting that Harpoon Duncan Coffee Porter. All right, so we're going to call this our first impressions of this Dungan Dozen. We're going to do a quick tasting of all four beers, and then we will continue on to pair them with the beers, uh, to pair them with the food product that they are associated with. I love so it. So going to start with the OG. This is the Dunkin' Coffee Porter. 
Cheers, boys. Cheers, Cheers. boys. It smells good. Yeah, it smells like coffee. And a, and a porter. Yeah, it's very dry. I like it. I mean, I like this kind of beer, especially in this world of... Oof. It's actually really good. It, it really, really, it really good. is. <laughs> it is. It's like it's like got that perfect amount of like initial sweet, and then it just goes to bitter. Yeah, it, it's <sighs> mine yeah. was slightly, ever so slightly metallic at first. Okay, uh, that could just be a me first sip thing, um, but it, it's refreshing to have a roasty beer that's not overly sweet, and I, I appreciate that. This, this they clearly are drinking their porters black, uh, <laughs> black coffee here. So. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting you say that with the metallic. I kind of get that, too. That could be due to temperature. Mm-hmm. These have come out of a, you know... Relatively cold cooler. Relatively cold cooler. And I it's, I mean, it's, it's cold to the touch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, didn't get on the second sip, though. So, yeah, um, I mean, I've enjoyed my first few sips. Um, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's a coffee porter, very dry. I mean, I'm not super familiar with... I mean, I drink a lot of black Dunkin' coffee, but... I can't say that this tastes exactly like that, but I, I, I usually get the cold brews because, uh, you know, I like to <laughs> waste money on coffee. So. It's a fancy yeah. boy over here. Yeah, yeah. Fancy but boy drinking his cold brew. I'm surprised they didn't do a cold brew version of this. Uh, oh, they should have. And, mean, you know, missed the, opportunity. The chances that this is are this could be cold brew. I feel like For cold sure. brew is more of a traditionally, uh, in, that's used. how they use coffee and, and beer, but I yeah. don't know what Harpoon's doing. This could, I mean, Hell, they could have just thrown coffee beans in the mash for all I know. So, I have no idea. That's a good point. I, uh, none of us really know how this beer was brewed because they didn't release that information. Yeah, because most breweries don't. And we have no, <laughs> we have no harpoon connections. Uh, have you, you guys have been to that their tap room in Boston, right? I it's, actually it's, haven't. It's, no. it's, it's really. Cool, I've heard man. it's great. It's it is beautiful. Yeah. It is. It really is. The only thing I wish that they had more of there was some like. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a place to drink and eat food. They don't have any games or anything like that. Which, but I mean, it's in Boston. It's indoors. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is good. I like this a lot. No, it's it's a classic beer hall, and and I and I agree with you. The 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 pretzels there, the handmade pretzels are. Oh like yeah, and they're to die. They're hard. They're beer cheese, like the. Oh yes. I, oh my god, it's the hot beer cheese. Yes, some of the best. Unbelievable. Yeah, Tommy, you gotta that get would, there. That would get me every time. Yeah. Oh. Um. No, I agree. I I think. I think if you were to have a black coffee from Dunkin', potentially you could get that same finish, that bitterness. Yeah, you know? definitely. I, I think the bitterness is, like, I get the aftertaste of a black coffee more so than a beer. Which, yeah. but it's also it's it's actually melded melded together perfectly. Is that the word? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, it it does go very well together, and I mean it should coffee and porter go hand in hand, really, to a certain extent. So. Yeah. Um, you know, easy first start. We might be harder on the the rest, but yeah. so far, uh, I'm on board with this collab. I mean, it's it's refreshing. You know what I mean? Oh, like, it's refreshing. You you don't get a lot of. I know this is a porter. I'm kind of I'm kind of more talking about stouts, but after drinking everything that you have, every beer that you have that has coffee in it nowadays is basically a pastry boy that they put all this other shit in. So to just have a nice straight up coffee flavor. Like even even a founder's breakfast out is a lot sweeter than this, and and maybe twice almost it feels twice as viscous, and that's a pretty thin stout. Yeah. So this is super refreshing and good. And I I couldn't agree more. And and to me this is a, a true to style beer. Like this tastes like a yeah. porter. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, like relatively like light, um, but also that like sweetness that you get up front from that malt, like that malt sweetness is really like very nice, and that coffee ending again that acidity. Um, 
it, it very refreshing. It pisses me off so much when I have a stout that feels like this in my mouth, and it's not, and it's not a stout. It's just a uh, a porter. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, I'm good with this one. No, I mean, but but to but to like potentially close. Like I've also had porters that like have that like nice start to the flavor profile that I'm experiencing with this beer, but then it kind of trails off into nothingness. Yeah, okay. you know, like you just lose it. It kind of tastes like water. Yeah, yeah, porters are kind of, and that's how uh, I used to not, especially during the height of our craft beer nerdery, uh, used to not like porters as much as stouts because I wanted to totally annihilate my palate, I guess. But yes, uh, and there were some porters where I'm like, oh, it just kind of dies off, and it is super watery. This one isn't at all, and kind of like the answer to what I want when I want something roasty, but don't want that um, pastry stout magic. So yeah, yeah, like, on a beautiful fall day like today. Oh yeah, it's. At this time of day, it's almost perfect. We no, got I, a hapoon, we got our donkeys, the pats are kicking off at one, you know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Duncan, dude. I'm ready for the next one if you are. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Up next, we have the <laughs> Harpoon Duncan Jelly Donut IPA. I'm a bit skeptical about this one, guys. Do you know what it smells like? It smells like... It smells like tea that's flavored, like okay. that you get at like Panera Bread or something. Oh my God, that like nails it. Yeah, like, it, and spot it, on. My, my yeah. favorite tea from Panera Bread is the green tea. Oh, it's so good. Kind of almost with ha- the passion fruit. Yes, this yes. has a little bit of that. Maybe that's how what? they get this flavor. <laughs> like, what the hell is going on here? It's a jelly donut. It IPA. just, it just smells like artificial flavors. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I'm okay that's with what it. it yeah, like. yeah, this is definitely a beer brewed with with. Uh, Flavoring added. Well, it's not even a real jelly donut. They just take the donut and then add raspberry puree. If you look at the can, okay. So I think that's where you get a lot of that like pure fruit smell. <laughs> Did you drink it yet? I uh, I just took a sip. Okay. I uh, a lot of weirdness, and then it ends on the most delicious jelly donut aftertaste. Like just let it sit there and go. It's just like oh, I just took a bite of a jelly donut. Yeah, it's it's weird. The first like when it's in your mouth, it's super weird, and then nope, you don't like it. This is not doing it for me. Oh my god, <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind it. I, uh, I mean, ugh. it's like I taste the donut. The smell is ruining it for me, to be honest with you. Okay, that's like you totally, want it. It totally takes over my sensory experience. Mm-hmm. I feel you, and it contradicts. Yes, the taste of a jelly uh, donut. There's almost. like a bitterness. And then there's like this like bizarre lingering like I I know I always take it to like cough syrup land oh, but no. there's like a Robitussin vibe 100%. that like freaks me the fuck out yeah there's a medicinal so, so my issue is with the hops in this hops and jelly like when I take a sip I'm like what is tasting weird right now if this was just like a jelly donut ale and not dry hopped or wet hopped whatever it was I, I think I'd probably be more on board with it uh, and, and like but that the hop kind of it, it fades off for me and it's really just kind of like sweet jelly pastry i think i think the flavor from the hops are fighting the fruit flavors yeah and it's weird there's not a lot of balance in this there's not a lot of cohesion no cohesion no No. i i feel you though like that lingering back end it's kind of is it's 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 a very vibrant note yeah of like whatever that is if that's raspberry i don't necessarily taste raspberry but i'm I'm getting a jelly aspect right sure Yeah. yeah I mean, who so, knows what kind of jelly they use? I'm not going to so. crap all over your it tape. Says, it says raspberry I just don't know if I like it. No, I, I wouldn't. 
See, the, the other thing is I'm kind of looking at this through, like, a, I don't expect this to be good. Yeah. So, like, it's, uh, and I don't think it's good. I just think the, the aftertaste it left in my mouth, it was, it was kind of a roller coaster, and it started off really low with the hop and jelly mixture, but then, like, the hops just kind of are taken over by the fruity jelliness, and I was left with a uh, nice jelly, kind of like a vanilla-ish, almost. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you guys get that at the end, but... Uh, that's that's what I taste. It's kind of like one of those raspberry cheese Danish almost, like with the vanilla. It's got a little milkshake IPA vibe going on. It does for sure. Um, and and I, I think we, us collectively, agree that that's not always a great stuff. I mean, every now and then you'll get one that is really cool. Yeah, back in the day when we first got the Tired Hands milkshake IPAs, those were very good. Mm. Uh, this has gotten worse with every step. It's it's a pretty tragically yeah. Bad. Well, yeah. Just, to be fair to them, this is like the most experimental beer. Like, oh, definitely. Like all the, the other ones, like lend themselves to the style. A pumpkin beer. Yeah. Like a pumpkin ale. Yeah. And a, and a, a, a Boston cream stout. Oh. Like those sound and make a lot of sense to me. Yeah. You know? That's chocolate gonna... notes, custard notes. That makes sense for a stout. Yeah. Pumpkin makes sense with an ale. Yeah. Jelly donut did not makes sense to an IPA. Is this true to an IPA to you? When you taste this, are you like, could you tell me what this was if you didn't see the can? Um, no. No way. Yeah, yes and no. Okay. Uh, because I, I think if I didn't see the can, probably not, actually. I definitely taste, like, a strong hop flavor and a strong jelly donut flavor. But like you said, no cohesion at all. No. This could None. easily be, to me, like a dry hopped sour. Yeah, yeah, totally. you're right. Like if, if you were to put down a, a dry hop sour to me, I could be like because of the same reasons what you just said. Like it tastes like hops and it tastes like tartness. It could be something like that. Yeah, no, and, I agree with that. And I think if you didn't get any of the, a lot of that bitterness from the hops, and mm. if it was a sour, the co- that's where the cohesion would come from. Is like that tanginess oh. with the fruit, and then with like the some of the funk. It's just getting worse and worse. I agree. It's yeah. it's pretty gross. I will. <laughs> Sorry, guys, at Harpoon, but it's, this is a disgusting beer. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to keep drinking it. How, however, I will say that if this was like a, a true to style New England IPA, with like that same amount of puree added, it might you might get a different result. Yeah. Fuck the donut. Mm. Get rid of the donuts because that probably introduces some other sweetness to this that is probably yeah. There's there. Like an extract or something? Yeah, there's got to be something. It's some kind of... it's Because I get... The, it's like a sweet pastry taste I get to yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Um, the one thing I will say, though, is for a beer that the flavor is shitty, it's, like, drinkable still. I, like, I, in terms of, like, it's <laughs> not... Um, like, it doesn't taste good, but, like, I don't have a sip of this and get instantly full, which can happen with, like, true-to-style beers. It's a good point. Well, well true to style New England IPAs. And I think with, like, what Harpoon, and maybe they realize this, maybe they didn't, but they're going to, the, the pastry boy people are going to flock to this Dunkin' Dozen for the Boston Cream Stout, and they probably already like the Dunkin' Porter. So they're, you know, they're buying it for that in the novelty of it. There's probably, I don't know, I'd say maybe 10 to 15 to 20% of people that are going to buy that Dunkin' Dozen. They're going to they're gonna think that the Jelly Donut IPA is worth trying, and they're probably going to buy it for that. It will. I think that will sell can like sell yeah. packages. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're I right because it's in, like when I look at this, I'm like, okay, coffee porter, Boston cream. It's just like, yeah, everybody's kind of like in the pastry stout world. That's like not that uncommon at all. And then you have a, a pumpkin beer, of course, but a jelly donut IPA, like right. weird. And I, I just want to say this before we taste the Boston cream one. I think 
even though it appeals to the pastry boy people, I think people like us that are like, fuck all the sweet, I think they're going to nail it. I think they're going to fucking hit a home run with that. I agree. I think it's going to be slightly sweeter than that the the uh, porter, a little bit thicker, and then the donut flavor that you get in this beer, minus the fruit, obviously, That's gonna. I think it's going to work. That's my prediction. I think that's a nice tease into the next beer. Yeah, that's right. That's right, baby. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we just cracked the uh, the next one. It is a Dunkin' uh, Stout with Boston Cream Donut. Uh, whatever, however the fuck they got it in there, they did. Um, they put donuts, and then they put the uh, that shit that comes in the, the creamy part of the Boston Cream. They just shoved that right in there. <laughs> And, uh, so right in. How about that nose? That nose uh, brings me back to my youth. And by my youth, <laughs> I mean it smells exactly like Play-Doh. <laughs> I, Thanks for ruining it for me. Yeah, no, Before I even tasted it. <laughs> my first first whiff of it, I'm like, oh, this smells... I thought it smelled awesome. Like but it, it, smelled it smelled like, amazing. And then you're just like, Play-Doh. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm excited to drink it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Shockingly like Play-Doh. All right, the drinking it, the flavor, that smell makes a little bit more sense. But I think they got too much of the donut flavor in this one, and not enough of the cream flavor. It's very chocolatey. Yeah, it's very not chocolatey. Bad, not in a bad way. Which I think is, uh, in, in a way, I mean, most stouts when it's not a pastry stout and doesn't have all these adjuncts, like they are not. These are not like as weird as it sounds super adjuncted in the sense of there's a lot of bullshit in there that brings like the sugar content and ABVs up. My guess is they probably used extracts, but what the hell do I know? They used annotado extract and turmeric. Yeah. Nice thought. Turmeric. Interesting. Interesting. I never thought that was the, maybe that's the secret ingredient to the Boston cream donut. I think. <laughs> it's a little turmeric. Yeah, now yeah. that you said that's, that, that's why I have it has that orange hue. <laughs> I, I don't even know. I, maybe it's just my mind playing tricks on me, but like I, now I just taste turmeric for some reason. Like, that's a joke, that. right? Is there turmeric? No, no, it's literally in there. It says it on the can. Yeah. I think that contributes a little bit to that chalkiness. Yeah, it is chalky. Um, once brewed again, with, though. Brewed with donuts, cacao, natural flavors, and artificial colors, anatado extract, and turmeric. I'm kind of digging that there's a, a bitter chocolate flavor that really takes over. Um, and it's a dry bitterness, not overly sweet, and I kind of dig it. Boston cream, not really. I feel you on that. Um, I think it should be sweeter for a Boston cream, but I prefer to not be sweet, so I kind of like right. the beer. Dry is a great note. It's this is by style to me, a an Irish right dry style. Dry style. Yeah, it's the yeah. driest. Uh, adjunct stout that we've had on this show by far. I'm shocked that there I, I agree with you, Justin. I'm shocked there are dust there are donuts in this. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like you would think you would get something from that. Adding like actual physical donuts into the mash or how many donuts do you think they added? They probably like in <laughs> yeah, all they just honesty, tossed, like one in there. They probably <laughs> tossed a, like a you donut got it, good boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kobe'd it into the fucking beer. Get loud. They missed and like the chocolate splattered <laughs> against the window of the mash ton and just slowly dripped down. Let, let's uh, send a shipment of one ton of Boston cream donuts to Tool and then they can make a... <laughs> one ton of donuts! <laughs> and and then all, it can come out tasting like, I, I don't know, like... <laughs> we could all poop up pants. O- oatmeal pies. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Be like, hey, how did that happen? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I like uh, this. Good beer, 
Am I getting a lot of nah. anything besides kind of that dry note? Obviously the chocolate, maybe even a little bit of coffee. There's the bitterness. Outside of that, uh, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's cohesive, but it's not complex. I'm getting a little more of the, like that pastry-ish. Yeah. Like the bready. Okay. Um, yeah, when you say it. Not exactly. It's like kind of like fluffy. Yeah. Not in mouthfeel. But in flavor, yeah, yeah. you know, like yeah. kind of like doughy or buttery. Yes, yes, it, but it, but not sweet. It's not nope. sweet at all. It's like, like I said, with the bitter chocolate. But it also there's no sweetness to this beer at all, which is, I like, but not what I think of a Boston cream Boston cream donut. If, I mean, if they could have avoided that play doh aspect, I'd be all in on it. Yeah, right. But that's killing it for me a little bit. You guys are. Yeah, well, I mean, if right from the start, that's what you're getting, like, that's going to impact your desire to drink that beer. And yeah. I totally agree with you. I will say, and you guys are going to hate me, but I'm kind of getting a little bit of wafer. See, that's no. what I meant by yes. breadiness. That's what, yes. like, oh. I, I think I understand wafer for the you first time understand ever. Wafer, I think I, I understand mean? wafer. I'm wafer not, cookie? I'm not going to lie to you. I was going to say that maybe, like, two or three minutes ago, and then the conversation Oh, I wish came. you did. Yeah. That's, I would have been so, like, A tear would have been you. shed. Yeah, I'd have been like, someone finally agrees with me about <laughs> wafers and these, like, s- simple stouts. I honestly almost said wafer, but I was just like, ooh, I said last episode or a few episodes ago, I don't know what wafer tastes like. <laughs> so I was just like, I can't use it now and be like, I think this tastes like wafer. <laughs> so I, well, maybe you did some, you know. Yeah, I expanded my research. palate over the last yeah. couple weeks. So. Over the last couple weeks, I did some research and yeah. I found out. <laughs> we are making some breakthroughs here. This is better for me now that we've like kind of, a, I think maybe that reduction in temperature has brought out some of those notes yeah. of like the buttery wafer. It's more enjoyable for me now. And I'm getting a small amount of, of sweetness from that. Very small. Very small. Like super tiny. But it's there. Is there any chance that someone brought their kid there and they threw all their Play-Doh into this one? <laughs> <laughs> Is there any chance that that could have happened? Uh, it's not salty yes. enough to have a Play-Doh. You know how Play-Doh is salty, kind of? Nope. Wait, <laughs> I really? don't know that. <laughs> you never put Play-Doh in your mouth as a kid? Not. and not. It, I never did a podcast about it and talked about it. Well, <laughs> let me tell you. And I could be, my, my memory up, could world. be betraying me, but I'm pretty sure Play-Doh's a little on the salty side. I never swallowed. But I think it's a little salty. Uh, pod at gmail.com. Give us your tasting notes. <laughs> Make sure you include the color, the date purchased, and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Fresh Play-Doh <laughs> only, please. <laughs> it does say on the Play-Doh containers, uh, Drink now. <laughs> drink now, drink fresh. Drink fresh. Yeah, whatever treehouse puts on there can. <laughs> oh, God. It's wow. really sad. I just took my last sip no, of this, this yeah. pre-taste and uh, all play to. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I hyped this up too much. <laughs> ah, fuck. I'm glad you said it, though, because I don't think... I think I would have been searching for, like, what's this weird flavor? And it's like, once I could accept that there was Play-Doh flavor to it, I could kind of go past that and figure out the other notes that I wanted to. Oh, I, fr- I actually didn't read that. It actually says, uh, uh, stout brewed with donuts, cacao, natural flavors, and uh, 245 pounds of Play-Doh in the match. <laughs> uh, well, I'm definitely ready for the pumpkin one, which has to be better than this, even though it's not bad. Yeah, maybe it will have bookends to this tasting of, like, great, uh so-so, great. It would just kind of suck if the only two beers that they put actual donuts in turned into be the stinkers of the bunch, because <laughs> that's, that's the true. fucking whole 
selling point. Hey, at least we get to pair him with a donut. That's true. I am not... The, the Boston cream will save this for me. Yeah. Well, it, it will taste like a Boston cream, I, In my mouth. I reckon. It, yeah, because it will be a real Boston cream bar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last beer. All right. All right, next up, we got the Harpoon Duncan Pumpkin. Say that five times fast. Duncan Pumpkin, Duncan Pumpkin, uh, Duncan Pumpkin, Duncan Pumpkin, Duncan Pumpkin. Nice. I think he nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> we got uh, an ale brewed with lactose, cinnamon, pumpkin puree, coffee, and other natural flavors. <laughs> Naturally. There's so nothing we'll natural see. about Play-Doh. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, oh. if it can be ingested, it must be somewhat natural. Uh, fair enough. I mean, on the nose, it smells exactly like a pumpkin spice coffee smells like. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that smell. I've, I've actually been drinking a lot of... This is really good. I think it's good. You guys hate it. So... <laughs> <laughs> Initially, they're, they're staring off into the distance. I'm just trying to decide if I like it or not. Uh, I think the first, all of these beers, I feel like there's been a high point and a low point in mm. one sip. This one, the high point is the beginning for me, mm. and the low point is when I have the aftertaste of just like a shitty beer. So it's it's like I am immediately saturated palate with pumpkin spice latte. And then it's just like gross beer. That's fair. I mean, I think I think they nailed like the spice, the spices. I mean, I think it's pretty cohesive. I, ugh, <laughs> I kind of like it, Justin. But there's this like really weird taste that I'm trying to track down in my brain what the hell it is that when you first taste it. It's like kind of like masquerading as a sweetness, but like I'm scared as it gets down in temperature. It's like gonna actually reveal what it is, and it's freaking me out. Uh, it's probably it, it's boozy. I don't get booziness. booziness, but like that's what I feel like. What it's like you're saying super is bizarrely acidic. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what I'm getting. It's like it's not the initial first thing, but it's like what that first flavor molds into before it turns into like whatever that finish is. Which I'm getting a lot more spice on the finish. So like initially you're tasting like I think like a kind of like a pumpkin flavor, a weak pumpkin flavor, not bold by any sense. I, and then it switches to this weird flavor that I can't comprehend right now. It's a flavor. I think I know if I know what you're talking about, it's a flavor that I associate with a lot of lactose IPAs. Um, that might be exactly what it is. It's, it, it's unnatural. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think I actually, since my first sip, haven't gotten any pumpkin. Yeah, it's all uh, spice. The spice has yeah. kind of faded off for me, too. Maybe because it was, like, foamy because it was freshly poured. I Like, you get more aromas and everything on the on the head, um, and you could get more flavor from that initially when you're sipping and, you know, you kind of have your uh, nose also working jointly with your palate more so. So, uh, weird. It's de- definitely not the worst beer. I would I would put this on the same page as the, the Boston Cream one where it's, like, Oh, uh, pretty good. I mean, maybe it's we'll so good that it's making music. The uh, ice cream truck. The song. environment sting. Sting. Sing. Oh, sing. <laughs> Turkey <laughs> in the hay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Roll him up and fish him up and high. Tuck a ha and hit him with the tune called Turkey in the Straw. I've never this heard the words. To yeah, that. neither. Have I. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you and our listeners have. Thank oh, you. I yes. uh, love you. So my final just wrapping up my thoughts on these four beers 
I understand why they thought after the coffee porter that they should try more, but they shouldn't have. Yeah, no, I was going to say that. I was going to like, I mean, we're kind of jumping ahead to the end of the episode here, but I yeah. think they definitely went too far with some of these. They should have stuck to the fucking porter and never fucking put Duncan's name on anything else unless it was a real serious beer. Like, they should do a bottle. They should take the time and make one of these work. I the agree. Boston cream one could be amazing if they gave it time and effort. This one could be amazing too. Uh, yeah. I think if less natural flavors were added and more like real pumpkin or real anything. It just it tasted very fake to me. Yeah. yeah that's a great did. way to put it. It was it was lacking something. It was more cohesion, I think, than the jelly donut. For sure. Yeah. But couldn't it get was, worse than that. Yeah, that was that was rough. But it was it was lacking something. Yeah. But hey, now we get to try these with the uh, the food pairings. Yeah. Thank God, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that. Welcome back, everybody. Now is the second impressions part of the episode where we <laughs> drink the beer and then we see if it's true to its uh, pairing. We're getting bombarded by leaves and wind, but we are. So hopefully we don't get a leaf in here to contaminate the flavors, because that would be fucking horrible. Depending on the beer, it might improve it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jelly right. Donut IPA, we're looking at straight at you. <laughs> and a little bit at you, Dunkin' Pumpkin. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, to start, just Dunkin' Coffee. We're just pairing this with a black Dunkin' Coffee. Um, and it's just that perfect shittiness, you know? Like, I'm sorry to all you Dunkin' drinkers. I love Dunkin' oh, as God. much as the next guy, but it's shitty. Yeah. But it's real shitty. Uh, so I, I think it's uh, the coffee's pretty bitter. Oh yeah, um, it, and it it's is. There's no sweetness, flavor. and it, right. it's lacking flavor. It's and it, straight water. It's it's perfectly shitty for Dunkin' Coffee. Uh, yeah, I love it. I mean, in the morning, really hot. You add yourself some cream and sugar. This might be right up your alley. Yeah, a black Dunkin' Coffee only is rough at lukewarm. And how does it make the beer taste though? Because it. Elevates the beer for me, actually. Well, I, I had say. one little sip, and then just keep, keep talking. I'm going to show you something just after I said that. So I, I think the bitterness of, um, oh, let's see what, oh, a leaf <laughs> fell in there. Okay. <laughs> is that the coffee or the beer? That is the, the beer, so. Hey. That's my last refuge. Well, uh, that stinks because this one's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's you actually know, a pretty good beer. <laughs> going to fish out this leaf. You insulted some of the coffee porter's family members. And uh, the leaf revolted. They fucked me. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, in this case, the beer is better than... So much better. It's counterpart. Yeah. And the thing is, this is just a... You just never know what you're going to get with a black coffee from Dunkin's. Like, this tastes burnt. It was probably sitting on the burner. Like, who actually gets... That's a great point. You know, it's... User error attributed to this being as bad as it is. And I don't think this type of coffee is meant to be drank at this temperature. No. Probably not. No, Probably I, a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's I think it's fair though because, I mean, if if the best part about this porter is that it's a little bit of it's you got a little sweetness, and I know there's no dairy in it, but it almost tastes like you got the perfect iced coffee with a little bit of cream and a little bit of sugar from Dunkin's, whereas the coffee, there's no sweetness, a lot more bitterness. There's it's not it's not smooth. It's just. Well, you know, it's just black coffee. Yeah. This is so. This is the one that I was thinking because it it makes this beer not dry anymore for me. So the coffee is so dry, 
and so bitter in comparison to this beer that the beer now like went from being what I thought was like a black coffee porter to now like a extra extra porter. Yeah, so. that's a great way to look at it. I, I I think that this like this beer elevates the the coffee. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Let me go back right. this way. Right. I, I mean no, it's... but I mean like the coffee that's in the beer, not the coffee that we're drinking. Oh yes, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I'm saying like yeah. putting them together. It, it's it's like kind of apples and oranges because it's like Absolutely. one is ro- is big and robust in flavor and the other is like lacking anything other than like right. pure coffee. Yeah, like me wishing I didn't drink it. And it's not you even know? it's not even like a a pure coffee flavor in the sense of like adding coffee extract to a beer. It's like the all the bitterness of coffee. It's like everything that you wouldn't want in a porter or a stout. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Man, that coffee's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> it's it's. <laughs> I'm a whore for this shit. It's uh, it, but I I know like this is the kind of coffee that I feel like I get on the way to work back when I you know would go somewhere for work and not stay at home and just you know cold day, get a hot Dunkies on the way to work. Yeah. And know it's not good, but know it's gonna give me the caffeine boost I need. Warm oh. up my hand yeah, a little bit. That's what it's all about. And uh, it is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's bad, but I agree with you. Like this is a New England staple, and yeah. now it's kind of turned into an American staple. Yeah. Definitely. You know, a lot of people use this to fuel their day. It's I- why they changed their their slogan to American runs on Duncan yeah. because in the sense it's kind of true and if they yeah and if they say it in a marketing slogan it's a hundred percent guaranteed to be true absolutely and I, there are actually tons of Duncans in like not tons but even in San Diego dude there's like Duncans but guess where they all are they're all around the military base interesting so it's like wow. where all the transplants are they'll okay the, Duncans is smart dude they fucking find where their yuppies are and they <laughs> plan Duncans there it's brilliant. I, I will say, for me today, this cup of coffee makes me want to kind of sit down and reevaluate my life. So, <laughs> America sits and re- reflects on on their their decisions with Duncan. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Duncan. You motherfucker. <laughs> God, I'm trying to swallow. <laughs> Okay, next beer. Yikes. <laughs> I'm so excited to do this again. Oh, yeah? To do to do what again? Oh, right. We are going to drink the Dunkin' Jelly Donut IPA and match it to its, its jelly donut from Dunkin' pairing. Thank God this donut is here to yeah. save us. This is the this only is thing I'm looking forward to. For science and for the pod, it's going to be a sip. In a bite of the donut, and then probably a pour of the beer and finish the donut. A pour but of the beer onto the I ground. I, I stand by my first sip was weirdly had a good aftertaste. Well, but that was half of one sip. So, I hope you have that experience again. I didn't. <laughs> oh man, that was a good donut. All right, a little bit better than the last sip that I had of this beer. I've never really been a jelly donut guy. This is really good, though. Um, well, I mean, anything will taste good next to this beer. So, um, the beer makes a lot more sense, though. Next it to the does donut. make it a sure lot does. more sense. Like, it actually. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just the time yeah, between our last jelly donut made us forget what it tastes like. But holy shit, is that spot on? It's, it's really good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. Uh, yeah, it is. But That's- also impressive. Yeah, impressive that they turned, they literally managed to make a piece of garbage that they could sell next to a donut and it would 
turn it not into a piece of absolute garbage. Uh, they nailed the jelly flavor in the beer. Unbelievably spot on. Nailed it. <laughs> but now it makes me, like, very <laughs> interested about the jelly in this donut. Like, why the heck does it have that weird flavor <laughs> that I didn't pick up on? I'm a little weird that I'm thinking I've lived my life all the way up to this point and I've never had to eat a donut in front of a microphone. <laughs> and, uh, and now I'm here eating donuts, drinking beers, making a show about it. <laughs> it's fucked up. That's such a good point. <laughs> what an odd situation we find ourselves in, boys. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. I, yeah, I mean, it's in, in the same kind of thing like we said with the coffee is the donut, like, I wouldn't say Dunkin' has shitty donuts compared to, like, your mom-and-pop donut shops. Like, of course, they're shittier, right. but, like, they're, like, just... We know what we love at Dunkin'. Yeah. Uh, and it's this. It's not particularly mind-blowingly good by any means, but, uh, you know, it's a solid donut, and it makes sense with the beer. Yeah, it does. It, I agree. It, it, I was about to eat, <laughs> and then I had to, like... Interject it to agree with you. <laughs> and uh, I just like to apologize to anyone with misophonia because we will have mouth noises in this episode. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> get some ASMR like donut sounds. Like, probably should have had <laughs> a little asterisk right before we started eating. Hey, there'll be food. It's an ASMR show. We're going to eat donuts. I'm going to eat a donut with my mouth right now. <laughs> I didn't hear a word you said, so I'm actually looking forward to hearing that in the real episode. I heard a little bit of donut, to be honest. There's a lot of good flavors. But my donut mystified by looking at you speak, but not hearing you. It's night. It's soothing. I can still hear your mouth noises. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta take a sip of the beer now. (laughs) It's gonna fucking taste awful. <laughs> uh, this is good though. I love it. That was a tasty donut. I gotta calm down so I can finish this nut. <laughs> Get that nut. <laughs> oh man. Uh, no, this is a great beer. <laughs> Safety issue. Tony has a donut stuck, lodged in his mouth. Oh God! Chewing will not save him. Man, I just thought about going live on the, on the gram for a second to get that uh, to all our all our hey. grateful listeners out there. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, boys. <laughs> Don't worry, we we won't do that again on the Boston Cream. No as no more ASMR and no more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, at least we get a promo out of it or something. Well, that was magical. That was great. I that like made a said, lot better. Great beer. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly chalky. Yeah. Yeah. So as we we're recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. So we're uh, pairing this with the classic Boston cream donut. I don't know about you guys, but this is my favorite of the the Dunkin' Donuts. Hundred percent agree. Uh, right and just a you. disclaimer: this one does have the 
orange stripes on it because we are entering spooky season. Very spooky. And, uh, you know, seasonal. So yeah. if there's one thing Duncan knows, it's seasonal. You know, everybody wants that pumpkin spice latte in July. So uh, PSL, you know, that's baby. seasonal, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Cheers. 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 Uh, the beer is still uh, kind of weird, but kind of okay. I uh, like it. It's still, it's dry. Dry it's beer. very dry, but I'd still like it. I might like it more than I liked it before. I think I do too. Yeah, and this this is a a perfect pairing in the sense where like the sweetness of this donut turns this dry beer into a pastry stout, essentially, in the best way possible. So like I I just laughed to myself because my first bite the chocolate, the chocolate itself is like more bitter than I remember. It is on the yeah. donut, so really? I'm like, oh, they like, I'm like, oh, why is it this bitter on the donut? But it's like, it's not as bitter as the beer, but more bitter than I remember. The okay. chocolate flavor in the beer makes more sense. Yeah, like it, they they actually, yeah, did kind of, they did it. <laughs> they they done did it. I think what I like about this is that like it's more true to style for a, a, like an Irish dry stout again, hmm. right? But they didn't go overboard with trying to make it too sweet. Which I kind of, I was upset about initially because I wanted it to taste like this donut taste, which is unbelievable. Right. Yeah. This is my favorite as well, Tom. Yeah. And, oh man, like now I'm actually really appreciative of it because the two go together really well. Yeah. Like they are a great pairing. Like I want to dunk my Dunkin' Donut into my Dunkin' Boston Cream Stout. Yeah. This is actually, <laughs> this is the best pairing so far. Yeah, 100%. Unreal. Like they actually work together. I think actually this donut would pair great with the coffee porter as well. Oh, 100%. Um, but having said that, the beer that is uh, the beer that is modeled after this donut, actually, I, it, it all works together uh, perfectly. Yeah. Which is shocking. It's an enjoyable experience. It is. An- another, speaking of just going back to favorite Dunkin' Donuts, obviously I'm, I'm in a uh, agreement with you guys. The Boston Cream is their best offering for sure. But my close second would be the the maple frosted. Mm. Oh yeah! And imagine a maple frosted one of these. Oh, maple frosted stout. Yeah, mm. or porter. Yeah. Ooh, oof. I uh, uh. also love the strawberry frosted. <laughs> now that we're going into our favorite donuts, okay. Just uh, strawberry can... frosted hits the spot sometimes. Not it, my favorite. Yeah, but it hits the spot. No, there's something about their flavored frostings, like the maple frost, the strawberry frosted. Um, I mean, that, I think that's kind of all they have. But yeah, those are really good. Chocolate. They have vanilla Chocolate. too. Yeah, yeah, vanilla. And you Vanilla's, know all the others. Vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just na- name a color or flavor, and they frost the fuck out of it. <laughs> this is difficult because we're all eating at the same time. Oh, yeah, we got we'll some silence. We'll, so, uh, we'll tighten this up a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Interestingly, interesting how they go with two donuts that are like challenging to eat in that they have filling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Which is which in another part is also challenging to make in a beer then because you're not just doing the the filling and the pastry and the frosting on top. Like it, it, it's it's all of it. You're not just doing like one. So right. Yeah, I mean that's a good point too. Like imagine if they just make a a beer where you just incorporate the frosting. That could be really good in like a pastry stout or a sweeter stout. Maybe another one where you just incorporate the um I guess you really couldn't do that with this donut, but you could you could kind of do a jelly filling 
like you like we talked about sour. I think that would be really fucking good, mm. and it would it would it would really just be a raspberry puree sour. At the I'm end surprised of the day. they didn't go that direction because fruit tends to lend itself <clears throat> to that. How much? How many sours does harpoon really uh, do much in the sour game? Yeah, they have uh, the dragon weiss, which is really really good. Oh okay. Um, that's that's actually one of my go to like summer beers. You know, it's really good for like a cookout. It's like a it's a sixteen ounce can, really light. I think it's about four or five percent crushable. You can okay. crush a whole four pack and probably you know get away with driving home. Maybe don't, but you could. <laughs> eh, probably edit that out. <laughs> <coughs> no, I, I get it. And and you're right, the Dragon Vice. Mm. There you go. They could have just as easily have used like whatever that base beer is before the Dragon Fruit uh, or mm. Dragon. Is it dragon fruit? I think yeah, so. Yeah, it is yeah. dragon fruit. Yeah, like yeah. before they add that in as like with the puree, they could have just added in the jelly donut puree. Right. And I bet it would have been a more legitimate experience maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I, trying I think, to think how they got the pastry flavor in there and what style. And I know we're, we're, we're on. donuts in it. No, I, I know. But like, yes, the donut, but also like to... It's definitely not that easy. You know what I mean? Okay, like, I, I feel like it's not, and I could just be a, a little bit of a, a doubter right now, but how, like, what style, and I know we're circling back to the jelly donut, even though we just, you know, the Boston cream is delicious. Is. Honestly, if you're going to get the donuts and pair it with the beer, do it strictly for the Boston cream because it's a lovely experience. Right, yeah. and if you want to try these beers... Split a Dunkin' Dozen with friends. Don't drink them alone. Yeah, you're gonna because yeah. you're gonna hate yourself. You're gonna, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna be pretty sad. But uh, <laughs> back to the jelly. Experience. Uh, I like what style should it is best for like pastry and fruit. Sours. Uh, well, not uh, maybe not. Like, well, pastry. I guess a stout, stout could have been interesting. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. That that was a really dumb pastry question stout. by my on me. That's that's yeah, no, of course. it's not a dumb question. <laughs> I think you weren't thinking about that because no. like that's the easy way out. Yeah, that's true. I think if you're talking that strictly like the best for both, I think an IPA probably would work a little bit more. Yeah, no, I, I just I don't understand. think it worked here. I, yeah, I, I understand their route. I think I, a, I do. A better question is what would they if they because they clearly wanted to put an IPA into this pack of beers, yeah. what do they offer that would go into an IPA? And I can't think of anything at Dunkin's. Uh, I think, yeah, no, I think you're right, because if you, you know, jelly donut is kind of simple. Right. It's, and it's There's the fruit, and, and the like, what donut are you going to get that's not just a fruit and pastry kind of thing? I mean... And you're not. I, I'm thinking out there, but a blueberry muffin. Ooh, baby. A blueberry muffin IPA Keep could talking. work, because it has worked for places like Great Notion. Mm, that's a really good point. Oh, yeah. Who has Was that, that an IPA or sour, though? I'm pretty sure it's an IPA. I might be wrong. I, I, I'm well, probably wrong. Even if, even if you are wrong, blueberries and IPAs that go together more. Is, uh, that Great Notion beer, like, it, it is shocking how it does taste like that, though. It's amazing when how really it's a compliment to all the breweries out there that can make a pastry tasting beer out of Ah, uh, you were um, right. It was a sour. It's. Have you had it? But they didn't have a sour in here, so they could have made a blueberry muffin sour. No, yeah, it's I, been done. I agree. 
I agree. Have I had a blueberry muffin? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I think that's the only beer from Great Notion that I have had. I think it's the one, of course, that you should have then, right? It I mean, I think... Unbelievable. I've, I've had very few from Every them, aspect so. of a blueberry muffin was captured in that beer. It's it amazing. insane to me. Yeah. Next beer? Next beer. Last, last beer. beer. All right, last beer. What is this, son of a bitch? We're drinking an iced pumpkin spice latte paired with the pumpkin spice what even is this again the, dun- the, dunkin- the dunkin pumpkin pumpkin an ale with pumpkin lactose cinnamon and some other bullshit this oh <laughs> i just got some all over me <laughs> <laughs> it is a ale brewed with lactose cinnamon pumpkin puree coffee and other natural flavor honestly this be this is a pairing from hell in my opinion. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm not wanting to drink this beer again, and I'm even more... I've never had a pumpkin spice latte. It makes the beer seem good. Uh, it oh, takes great. away... I take a sip of the latte, and I don't taste any of the beer. Okay, I like the beer more at this time than I did the last time. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I more honestly... There's cohesion. It, there's more cohesion. It tastes and like I, pumpkin pie, like a shitty pumpkin pie, but pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you get some of the whipped cream from the latte oh. with that. Still haven't tried this. I'm pretty worried about it. It's honestly, dude, it's just it's my problem with Dunkin's in general is when you order like their staple coffees, if you don't like custom order it, they make everything so fucking sweet there that it will like put right. you in a sugar coma. Oh, God. Yeah, it's, I didn't customize this nah, at all. It's, yeah, it's I, fine. I, uh, I don't think you should have. Yeah, I, I, I almost got it with almond milk personally. <laughs> 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 you guys felt about that. Uh, so I just went normal. Um, PSL, I, boys. I, 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 isn't a latte supposed to be super sweet, though? Like, isn't that the name of the game? Yeah, I mean, well... I think it's mostly about the milk content. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, it's, that makes a lot of sense. It's a steamed, frothed milk with espresso. Uh, and in this case, a shitload of pumpkin swirl I believe they called it Duncan ah, which is okay. just this the syrupy sweet, yeah. sweet uh, pumpkin cinnamon spice blend syrup that's uh they put too much of it in yeah I gotta say though the beer does taste like this it does yeah I mean they did a decent job yeah. in that regard like, certainly not as sweet it's, it's this is definitely sweet. not as sweet this, well, this is the sweetest thing sure. I've ever had it makes sense why they added lactose cause you need that yeah you need the milk um, I, I, it, it total for me, the, the latte saturates my palate so much that I don't even, I, I don't taste anything from the beer. I just taste like the generic beer flavor, like yeah. a shitty, spot on. shitty ale. Um, spot on. I, I can't even like decipher which one's which now, unless I take a sip of the pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. And then I'm just very clear what I'm drinking. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't agree more with you. Holy crap. This like, this thing's like a fucking fiery vortex of hell that just like <laughs> takes over your palate yeah it yeah. is it's like a pastry stout but yeah. in real life with a latte <laughs> in real life not that not that pastry stouts aren't real life but like they're not <laughs> they're all virtual <laughs> they're all virtual <laughs> no seriously though in my I, nightmares I, if I had to like go through all four of these like just since we're kind of wrapping this one up uh, this to me this is the worst pairing of all four. I agree. The most boring, but still not bad, was the, the porter with the coffee. But that's just because, you know, there's that's bare bones flavor-wise across the board. But then it's definitely the Jelly Donut IPA with the donut, not bad. Nope. 
And then, obviously, just eating a fucking Boston cream donut is always going to win. It's a yeah. positive experience to begin with, but I think we, as we discussed, like, having them together was a worthwhile venture as well. Yeah, for sure. Before we get too far into our final thoughts, are you boys ready for a palate cleanser? Oh, hell yeah. Need it after this PSL. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so for this week, we're going to do another segment of WTF. All right. But for this week, I'm just going to call it, what the heck? <laughs> okay, so for this week... Our What the Heck beer is from Martin House Brewing, and the beer is called Buffalo Wangs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> which is described on the label as literally, it says literally, a buffalo wing sauce sour beer. Oof. I hate and, this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured you would, which is why I took a picture of it and I'm reading it to you. So they describe it as literally a buffalo wing sauce sour beer beer no jokes about it we made a buffalo wing sauce beer buffalo wangs is a 5.2 percent abv sour sour beer brewed with buffalo wing sauce can't emphasize how much this is actually a in all caps buffalo wing sauce beer so if you get down with franks and a little spice then there is one for you BW is a taproom-only beer that releases today in the taproom. Four-pack Tallboys are $18. Drink it, cook with it, pour it in your wings. This is insane. I agree. Good way to end it, boys. This is insane. That is insane. But I'm I, just first off, I want to say I respect them for saying cook with it. Because honestly, you could probably make some amazing food if you're not drinking it. <laughs> like That's a great point. I hate this and love this at the same time. Okay. The reason I love it is because who was it? What was the brewery? Martin House Brewing. I'd never heard of them before. I've never heard of them either, but we are now talking right. about them. Mm-hmm. So, and this is a very competitive market. Hats off to you for making it on the Canley Run pod. Hell yeah. What a distinguished honor. <laughs> uh, but no, you know, honestly, we talk about a lot of local stuff, like we've said, and, and for them to like... You have to do something big to make your name in craft beer. And and they did that. Having said that, I'm going to... This is, might be a little graphic, but you ever heard of the dads the day after drinking shits? Oh, yeah. Oh. Imagine that. I've lived them. But oh. with... I mean, this is the ring sting from hell. <laughs> We're gonna get into a little ring sting dis- discussion. No, or? we're not going. We're not going. Not today. Because I got, I got some tails. If we're going into the ring sting <laughs> episode, we might have to order Buffalo Wild Wings for that one. Uh, so. Yeah, that'll be, yeah, we'll do a ring sting special. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the first annual Canning Run Podcast Ring Sting Special. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. no, I, I can't agree with you guys more. I, I think now that I'm reading the description with that cook with it thing, Justin, you make a great point. Like, that is kind of cool. And, and, Tom, I think you made this point, too. Like, it would be kind of cool to have something made with a beer because you're getting some of that, like, lactic acid. Like, the fermentation aspect might add some interesting notes to some your beer. Yeah. Marinate your, your wings in it. Yeah. yeah. Think about that. Dude, think about it. Some of the best fried food I ha- I've had is beer, beer battered stuff. Some of the best pasta I've ever had is pasta sauce that's made with wine. I mean, there's a huge place for beer and wine and cooking. Absolutely. And, and we haven't ever really talked about it. And I think for a brewer like that who knows that they're making a fucked up beer that's a novelty, yeah. to say that, please cook with it. I mean, no, not a lot of people are going to cook with a beer that costs $7.50 a can or whatever it is, something yeah. near that. Yeah. But, like, I, they're self-aware. To yeah, add, I like that. To add, you guys are right in that it was a brilliant marketing plan. 
because to to up until this point, and this was posted four days ago, they've had 2,293 likes wow. on the post. And they've been featured on Untapped WTF, which is a very popular page now. Okay. And they've and even the guy at Don't Drink Beers said, Yes, I've heard that they have made a wing sauce beer. Please stop sending it to me. So like <laughs> it has made it out to the to those WTF pages. So it's very fitting. Yes. Yeah. Um I I I love your guys' perspective on this. Um Maybe not as bad as I initially thought, but it's certainly interesting. Honestly, if you didn't read that whole description put out by the people, I would think that the beer... Like, it's just... The self-awareness, to me, covers up a lot of the... You know, like, just your whole... The whole attitude of, yeah, they just made this fucking beer just because they wanted to get likes or whatever. But I just like... Self-awareness in beer is huge. It is. Well, you, you... They sold out in like a day and a half, I think. So right. for them. It's they did really well. The hype was real. It's it's also rare, the self-awareness. And I think when we talk about when stuff goes too far, when goes... And this is too far. Don't get me wrong. This is way too far. I agree. But, you know, if you want to compete, you got to go too far sometimes. Yeah. I, I wish, you know, this is more a reflection on some of those bigger name breweries for me that don't have to go too far, but do. Um, and it influences everybody else underneath them to a certain extent. So, yeah. it's like they already have a big market share, and they do those things. Yeah, maybe just to get more. We don't really know what they're actually doing it for. No, no um, idea. Just to give you guys some ideas of people who've actually consumed the beer, because I don't think we ever will. <laughs> um, I know I sure won't. Says spicy and tart, just as advertised. I've got Tums and Pepto Bismol on hand, just in case. Three point five stars. <laughs> Next one. I can't rate this weird. Very strange. No rating. All right. Uh, Yeah, so uh, they ain't lying. (laughs) (laughs) 2.5 stars. Love it. A spicy sour ale made with buffalo wing sauce. Just missing the chicken. Five stars. I hate you. What an idiot. (laughs) You'd have to really, like, love buffalo wings to drink that. You know what? Oh, it's just missing chicken. If that person (laughs) isn't a friend of the brewery or, you know, just trying to boost up their local craft brewery, I hate them. (laughs) But if they're doing that, I respect them. It's a fine line, but. I think it goes back to the. Our discussions on Untapped. People just, you know, you're leaving a review. You want to like seem like oh, like yeah. cool, and it's just stupid. What's well, that FOMO aspect, right? That we right. talked about in other episodes, where like people are like, "This is a hype beer. I had the hype beer, and guess what? I think it's dope." Do you know what's crazy? But you'll never know that. So yeah. You know what's crazy about FOMO, and we'll talk, we'll do a whole episode on this. Yeah. Is the fact that FOMO drives people to get the beer. And it's a it's an endless cycle because once those people try the beer that was that they fomoed into trying, they create more fomo for others. Yeah, it's brilliant. And yeah, dude, and that's why I think beer is at this stage because it's just a who can do the crazier. Sh- and it's a lot. America has the same problem too, just across the board. It's like who can do more of this, more of this, more of this. Like, and that's how everything's sold to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, my thanks, palate boys. is cleansed. Kinda. <laughs> well, with that, conclusions on the uh, Duncan Harpoon collab. Yeah, this is the sound of a uh, of a latte being poured onto the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good sound bite. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, w- which beer do we think most accurately 
matched its uh, counterpart. I mean, based on the what porter. we tasted today, I thought the Boston cream. Um, oh, I, 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 yeah. Or maybe maybe that was just in terms of... I, I mean, of course, the porter is uh, easiest right. to match. Right. Um, yeah, it's just coffee in a porter. Yeah, and I think... Like we said, you know, they r- realized that. Oh wait, this coffee porter is actually like pretty solid. Let's let's do okay. more. Okay. Well, let's let's re-ask the question with the coffee porter removed because I agree with you, Justin. That that was the best beer, the most cohesive beer. And so it, let's remove that yeah. and just talk about the Jelly Donut IPA, the Boston Cream Stout, and the Dunkin' Pumpkin Ale. Which well, one best reflected their counterpart at Dunkin' Donuts? Boston uh, Cream, not even close. I think the Boston Cream. I hate to say the Jelly Donuts not far behind it no, just because it does it's not good but it does kind of make that connection to the donut that uh i mean the the boston cream did it flawlessly like actual flawless i think considering for me from my opinion the jelly donut most accurately reflected the jelly so if we're talking for like absolute spot on the jelly don't the jelly and the jelly donut and the the whatever the hell flavor vibe that was in the beer, perfection. It I will was. say from You're like right. cohesive start to finish, I agree with you about the Boston cream. But yeah. if we're talking about most representing a part of, right. and that's not really the question. True. But if I'm splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah. I would say the jelly and the jelly donut and the whatever the fuck that flavor was in the jelly donut IPA were like 100% match. Mm. I I agree with you. I I think I was going more off of I. That was definitely spot on going off of the pairing what tasted best i would say the boston cream though agreed yeah yeah well that leads me to the next to the next question which one paired the best together oh okay yeah uh which i I guess you just answered yeah uh but yeah boston Boston cream cream. i agree i think another question just to keep throwing them around keep it throwing (laughs) throw it (laughs) we love questions uh i think the 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 beer that the uh, the pairing made the biggest difference for it's clearly the jelly donut one. Yes. I could not drink that beer by itself. Mm-mm. But I actually think it made the jelly donut better. Whereas the the Boston cream, I don't need a, I don't need that beer to yeah, enjoy the don't. hell out of that donut. It definitely was a good pairing, but I mean that jelly donut IPA should not exist w- <laughs> unless it's next to a jelly donut. I'm, that's how I feel. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I tend to agree with you. And then when, you know, I, I love how we've just totally avoided the pumpkin spice latte. Yeah, it's so point. gross. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a gross beer, and the, and the pumpkin spice latte, you know, I think speaking for all of us was not very pleasant either. No. The, I don't think just, the beer's that bad. I mean, it's better than the PSL. Yeah, yeah. But the beer's not that great. That's no. that's true, actually. That's probably the one that the beer might have been better than the yeah. actual Dunkin' product. And that's just because, I mean, that that the latte is a dessert. Like, you could put that in an ice cream maker, and, like, you will have a delicious pumpkin, if, you, if you're into that, a pumpkin spice ice cream. That's, that's how point. sweet and thick and decadent it was. That's a great point. It would be good in that format. Yeah, it was. It's It'd just, like, could you imagine drinking one of those every morning, like, on your way say, to work? It like, fucking blows my mind that people can dr- consume that in the morning and not, unreal. A, shit their brains out, B, like, hate themselves forever, <laughs> yeah. and C, just, like, not weigh a million pounds. There's gotta yeah. be, like, at least 100 grams of sugar in that. Oh, yeah. Easily. It's probably with whole Absolutely. milk, too. It was... I'm sure you know. Like it's not like I think they put it's three so pumps. much milk too. I think they put three pumps of the swirl in a medium standard, and to me that's so fucked up. That's yeah. a lot of yeah. pumps. If you get a large, it's four. If I get anything sweet at Dunkin's, I cut it at least to two, maybe even one. 
Okay. And sometimes it's still too sweet. It was interesting when I was waiting at Dunks to get this stuff, and I, I had gotten everything except the pumpkin spice latte at this point, and then I hear the and I like the whipped cream, and I'm just like, you're putting whipped cream on this? Like, <laughs> who starts every morning with whipped cream on their coffee? Well, yeah, it uh, seems like a very like childhood thing to do. Like, you yeah. know what would make this better? You know, what make this cocoa better. Whipped cream. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know, you know exactly. Yeah, if you have kids, that would make it better. Yeah, you know you see for about ten minutes shit? until they're bouncing off the fucking walls. You see skinny little white girls drinking this shit, though. Yeah. I don't know how it's possible. How do they do it? How, where Where does the sugar go? Where does it go? I don't know. Send us an email if you know where the sugar goes at yeah. canningrunpod at gmail.com. Yeah, and check out our Instagram where we'll dive more into this. <laughs> Probably not. But, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, check out our Instagram. No, like all our photos. <laughs> um, okay, so just concluding thoughts. What did, did Duncan slash the harpoon go too far? I think, I think they... It was cool that they did an experiment with their beers, but I think they took the jumping off point of their porter and they should have they should have either simplified a little bit more or just thought about how they incorporated some of the flavors more. I would say of the whole four pack, I really only enjoyed two of the beers and one is the porter that they always make and then the other one's the Boston cream and even that had some flaws, the Play-Doh-iness. But it was fun. I mean, I had a blast doing this, so. Yeah. I, in terms of too far, I don't think the beer was good. Too far? I don't think so. And, and I agree with you about what beers I think were good, Justin. Like, I, I liked, I actively liked the porter. The Boston cream was okay. The pumpkin was a little worse. The jelly donut was kind of unbearable at times, even though my first half sip was like kind of solid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one half sip. One half sip. <laughs> kind one of half sip out of. Uh, six ounces because we split one can. And luckily, um, you can't get this beer unless you buy a 12-pack of it. So, <laughs> right. So your one sip, you're going to have to endure, like, thousands of those. Yeah, it's like many one sips. <laughs> it's crazy to me that... I, like, I And I don't think this is... Like I said, I don't think it's too far at all because just l- look at what everyone else is doing. Um, and Harpoon doesn't really... They don't dive too much into the super crafty beer game I feel like um, kind of outskirt uh, craft brewery that is on the larger scale of craft breweries for sure um, don't think they went too far love the idea of the collaboration execution was actually kind of good but that doesn't mean the product's good yeah so like I think they I think they match their products but just some things aren't meant to be in beer and I also think they kind of did take it from a pretty simple point of view where it's just like a pumpkin beer pumpkin spice latte um but how can you get more simple than a jelly donut a boston cream donut it's like what are you gonna have a sausage egg and cheese sour <laughs> like i mean that'd yeah, be a dry very interesting beer <laughs> yeah i mean that would that would be on par with that buffalo wangs beer. <laughs> yeah so definitely that, yeah i um i i don't know i think in this case like it was I think Justin, you hit the nail on the head with like it being fun. Like we all had a blast doing yeah. this, and if you're gonna share this with people that you enjoy drinking beer with, you'll have it's fun. a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Even if you're drinking beers that you kind of think are terrible, uh, some that are okay and some that are decent. I wouldn't say any are fabulous. I'd say the coffee porter does a good job representing yeah. the style, and it's nice for the style, but it's not something I would necessarily seek out over and over again. Definitely. Not. Um, overall, I think Harpoon does a great job with their distro model. I think their IPA is incredibly good beer. Um, I think they do good things for the beer industry. Yeah. And overall, 
seeing collaborations between like food places and restaurants and beer like only is pumping in more money into the beer community which I think is a positive bringing new people in totally great yeah and it's exactly bringing more people together like people who love Dunkin's might see the the Dunkin dozen and be like oh that's interesting and now they might enjoy some beers yeah and it, it could get people into the craft beer world someone who's you know, and you you kind of made an interesting point. Like Harp, Harpoon, I kind of consider like in the New England area. There's like, I'm trying to think of a name for it, but beginner, I, like like a beginner craft. Brewery? Yeah, it's beginner craft beer, but like the breweries themselves are like they're like macro micro. We're like they're way they're way bigger than a lot of the small guys, but they're not nearly as big as like Sam Adams or like still other craft breweries. I think we should do an episode on on some of those like Harpoon, Watchusa. Sierra Nevada. Oh, I'm not local, but well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. but Sierra Nevada is another good example, and I, they might even Stone. Yes, yeah, Stone. Like I've been those... drinking the OG Sierra Nevada Pale. So good. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, but unbelievable. I love. I love those breweries because they do so much as and as far as getting people into the craft world. Like they open the doors for all these smaller brewers. I agree. They're super accessible everywhere you go. Any bar and restaurant. Yeah. Any liquor store. Any gas station. You're gonna find their offerings. And, and I think you're right. That accessibility is, like, a good thing for beer. They yeah. expand the the craft beer drinker population. Right. And, and every now and then, they'll do, they'll do uh, like, a, you know, a smaller beer. Smaller breweries are more well-known for, like, the juicy IPAs and the, the uh, adjunct stouts. Every now and then, Harpoon, Wachusett, you know, these, what I'm calling macro micros, they'll fucking nail a New England IPA or nail a stout. And, I mean, I think it's just they're not trying to appeal to those craft beer people because that market's already served. So, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I I love Harpoon. Props to them. I'm glad they did this. And I love Duncan. I love Duncan, too. New England staple. Yeah. Both (laughs) New England staples, really. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good point. All right. Thank you to everyone who has listened for today. We will see you again next time. Love you. Love you. Like the mayor of Duncan's.